Made right here in the heart of the Sportsman's Paradise, Bloodline Custom Calls are CNC'd aluminum pod calls that produce a sharp, one-of-a-kind replication of a turkey communicating in the woods. Most of their call supplies are resourced locally, and all are from the USA, with the pots being machined from a small business. Now, to go along with their custom pod calls, they have introduced multiple mouth calls to their current call line. Each call is built with a different cut to be unique in its own right and to be able to fit multiple people's call taste for luring in those big old gobblers. Check them out at Bloodline Custom Calls on Facebook or Instagram or visit them at bloodlinecustomcalls.com. This week's episode is a freestyle with Wesley Miller. The man goes by Big Sasquatch and he's a fishing guide in North Louisiana. Now, I know Wesley good enough to just record me and him talking like two buddies around the campfire. We covered all kind of stuff in this one, from the crappie spawn to the new rules on Lake Darbone and several other things. So, I hope you guys enjoy it. Here we go. The weather's warming up and the crappie's starting to get in that spawn and pre-spawn stage. I got a guy come on tonight that I know, he probably spends more time on the water than anybody I know. That's Wesley Miller. Wesley, how do you, don't you, wouldn't you say that you probably spend how many days do you spend a week on the water? Um, usually six or seven. So you're out At there every, almost every day. Yeah, even even if I do sometimes get a what I would call a day off, I still go fishing somewhere. Yeah, you do that. You know, that's the guide service, and then do you do that to? Why do you, I mean, like you would think, I mean, I would think if it were me, I'd be like, man, I'm, I got to do something else besides fishing. But do you do that to kind of keep going, find different fish for your, for your clients or what are you looking for? Yeah. A lot of times that's, that is what I'm doing. I'm going looking for other fish or, uh, you know, I may be the day I go out here to the, to the gravel pits by the house and just go bass fishing for a little while, you know, do something a little different, or, you know, um, may go down here on door cheat and try to catch some white bass. What do you, you know, tell everybody what you call a bass? Oh, a ditch pickle. Where did that come from? Man, I don't know. I, I heard that years ago, and it was uh, it was funny to me. So I, uh, it was just one I one I uh, I used. I'm telling every time you 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 know you'll go bass fishing, you'll raise one up, and you'll say it caught some ditch pick, ditch pickles, and I I kind of laugh inside when I say because it. I mean, they really kind of favor you know they they got that green tint. I mean, it, it's really interesting. I like that. Well, it's just you know it's just funny to me. Uh, you know, I was I was a long time bass fisherman before I started crappie fishing like I am now, and uh, so it's just fun to go back and do a little bass fishing sometimes, and uh, you know, still catch a big one every now and then. You ever thought about getting back into it? No. Yeah. No, so bass fishing too expensive. It's too you know, it's too much chunking and winding. Just catch a few fish. You know, I love crappie fishing because I like that thump and catching a bunch of fish, and you know, to me that's more enjoyable. Yeah, I can understand that part. I really can. Um, last time we talked to you, you were going up to Branson. Yeah. How, that, what, what's been going on since then? I don't know. Branson was, uh, that was a fun, that was a fun uh, experience and fun like fish. It was just a huge lake and just so many, your time was so constrained that it was just hard to make uh, the correct decision. We just didn't make the correct decisions. Hard to, hard to make the right decisions to end up uh, where you needed to be. You know, and on day one, we didn't fish real clean. We should have been closer to the top, but, uh, you know, hats off to the guys that found them and caught them. That was fun. So, you know, since Branson, though, really didn't fish a whole lot of tournaments since then. Been guiding, uh, 
been trying to get my boat set up like I want it and, you know, just trying to get a little bit better uh, leading into this elite series that we're fishing this year. When does that elite series get kicked off? They already had one. It was on the Red River. and uh, you know, That's River right. That's, that's one of my home bodies of water and one that I, I pride myself at being good at and uh, just made a wrong decision and, you know, thought we were doing really good until we got to the weigh-in and weren't. Well, I mean, there was a lot of underlying conditions there too, man. I mean, y'all had a change of venue right at the last minute and water was up on the river. So, I mean, that was, I'm sure that was a difficult tournament all the way around. It was, but that thing came down to just some key decisions by people. They're not decisions. It was just like the the guys that were doing real well, a lot of them made, you know, key upgrades in that last two to two to three o'clock in the afternoon period. And I'd, I'd locked through and went south, so I had to spend that time coming back to a lock instead of fishing. Ah, uh, okay. So, but still, uh, those guys caught them in really, really muddy water, and they were catching fish that were just incredibly hard to catch. You know, they were they were fishing for eight, eight nine, ten bites a day. You know, that's, that's, that's tough. Now, what we're talking about, folks, is the Red River uh that that we're talking about right now they they were going to be if i'm not mistaken going to be on cross lake is that right yeah it was going to be on cross lake and uh you know i hate that wasn't there although it would it would have been just slug vest on the cross lake mm-hmm. it would have been fun though is the red always muddy like always as muddy as what it was or was that how no no and no and no in the, in the red river i'm, I'm telling you Come on a guide trip with me in June, July, August, September. We'll go down there and catch 50 by noon, just about every, anytime you want to go down there. Mm. And the water gets clear. You can, you still don't have to get in some real tight stumps with your boat, but you can get in there and find those fish in some, you know, not too deep of water. And it's, it's a really fun, good place to fish. When is the next uh, elite stop? When is that coming up? At the end of this month, we're going to Lake Eufaula. Oh. In Oklahoma. Wow. That's over that's over there by Stan Stifer's place. That's where he likes to fish. Yeah, I see. And but my, my new tournament partner this year, uh, Mr. Zeke Anderson, he lives up in that area of Oklahoma, so that's one of his home lakes. So I'm just gonna give him the wheel on this next one. That's what I'm talking Hey, how close is that to Broken Bow? Do you know? Well, I think it's a little bit farther north than okay. Broken Bow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, kind of I'm going yeah, bro I'm going to Broken Bow at the end of the month for a bow shoot 31st and the first and if it wasn't too far shoot i was just gonna ride over there and see what y'all were up to one night but if it's gonna be a little farther i might as well just you know stay where i'm at i don't know you gotta look at it on maps see how far you want to drive that's right that's right so you got that stop in between you've been doing a lot of of guide fishing right Sure, every day I can. Where where do you normally where you been going? You've been going on. I mean, I don't want any bodies of water. I mean, I don't want any names. Have you been on lakes, rivers? What you been? Yeah, I've been on lakes, like, but I, I fish different lakes. Generally, by the time you know, different times of year, lakes are really good, or you know, better than others. So you know, just depends on what time of the year it is, what the water levels are, whether or not it's flooding, this and that. And that's how I try to decide what lakes I'm going to go to. Um, the how the spawn's going, what periods of spawn we're in will put me on one lake or another. Uh, so that's the troubles I'm having right now is chasing these dang fish that are in and out of the shallow water trying to spawn. And it's just it's just been tough. 
you know, that's one thing just I just thought about because, you know, you and I talked a little bit before I got recording and you were trying to, you know, line up your your uh, trip for tomorrow. Like how like if, if somebody calls you, what how late is the decision to go? OK, this is where we're going. How late is that? Is it like, a, you know, sometimes, you know, I try to get with them that day. You know, it depends on, say, if, if the forecast is for five mile an hour winds a day out of whatever. You know, I can I can make that decision at ten o'clock in the morning, and you know, we can go somewhere. But like today, trying to look and see that, so it changed from like just like southwest, southeast. Now it's gonna blow just straight hard south. Well, that's something that just came available, you know, within the past couple of hours. So we were gonna go to one lake, and I call the guy back. And I'm like, listen, I don't think that's where we need to go. Let's change it and go somewhere else. You know, most people are open to do that and are willing to do it. You know, to go have a good day of fishing. Yeah, I would agree with that um, because it uh, there's so much variables I could play. Now, I didn't know if it came down to like the last minute to where you're you're calling somebody at five thirty in the morning, like, "Hey, man, we're gonna change something real quick." I, I will do that. I will do that. Hey, uh, yesterday we we changed lakes. We changed lakes at eight o'clock in the morning. We went to the first place where uh, two two weeks ago you go in there and there was big big you know big fish everywhere. Yesterday, we go to the same stretch of lake, and we catch a bunch of little dinks. I'm like, listen, I said, this just ain't going to happen. And on that particular lake, I don't know where they go when they leave the spot. But I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't convince those fish were that ready to spawn, but obviously they were. So we left there and went to another lake, and that's where we had a great day yesterday. So obviously, we, okay, go ahead. We didn't get, we got to the other lake at 9 o'clock, and we were done by 1 with a, you know, 60. Good mess of fish. That was the right decision to make then. So you knew that's sure. good. So, guys, look, if you're listening, you, you're like, who is this guy? Where's Big Sasquatch? Look on Facebook. Uh, do you got an Instagram, too? I don't, man. I, I, Greg, I'm no good at all that stuff. I don't <laughs> know how to work all that. I'm, I'm good to keep up with the Facebook and uh, trying to do some TikTok videos. Yeah, I know. I was going to say that TikTok, his TikTok stuff really, he's coming on with it. Um, and, and you do a good job, man. Uh, I see it some. See, I'm trying trying to get that lined out. So by the time the summertime rolls around, we get down on the coast, we're going to do some live 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 feeds of our uh, catching redfish and stuff down there on the coast. Yeah, you go down to Holly Beach, don't you? I sure do. That's my favorite place in the world. You've been down there. You've been going down there your whole life, haven't you? About 35 years now, my parents bought a house down there when I was about, I say they bought a shack down there when I was about eight <laughs> or nine years old. And we've been going ever since. And y'all just fish right there off the, off the bank? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of what we do is weight fishing out in the edge of the Gulf. You can get out there. Sometimes you can catch a lot of speckled trout and you can catch redfish pretty much every day. Hmm. I like redfish. I like redfish a lot. Dad went down and was redfish and got to, um, on the half shell. He brought some back. Let me tell you, man. And they say a gas burgoo. I don't know. I've never tried it. But people, nope, I've tried it. I will, I will vouch for the fact that a gas burgoo is a trash fish for a reason. <laughs> okay. So I, tried, right. I, tried to, I tried to do that gas burgoo on the half shell. I was going to give it a chance. I wasn't impressed. All right. Tried and true right here. The man said it. Don't waste your time. No, no, no. Okay. So, look, we're getting towards the uh, – I had somebody tell me the other day they that they catching some fish on trees and darbone and whatnot like that. Is that is that kind of what you're seeing? Are they trending more towards coming in and and on trees? 
these fish have been coming in. They're 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 in right now. They're they're. I mean, because we had the full moon yesterday. Right. Tons of fish spawned yesterday. So there's there's all the males, basically on all the lakes. All the males are in shallow right now. They'll be there probably like through the next month, as the females come in and out on the next moon phases. You know, they the females come in on your your on your white crappie, especially on your your full moon and your new moon. So as your moon phases lead up to these moons or the new moon, that's whenever you need to start moving shallower because that's whenever they make their push to the bank. Okay. All right. Like right now, you're, you're going to have a lot of spawned out females. They're going to be kind of hanging around the shallows. So they'll be coming out back out deep, but all your males will still be up on the bank. So it's a, you know, it's a perfect time to get out there with that cork and that jig about a foot deep and, hit the bank and go around those trees and stuff. So let me ask you, is that, is that how you're fishing right now? Or are you still kind of, you know, I know with the live scope, and that's something I've been wanting to ask somebody when, (sighs) when you're fishing spawning fish with live scope, do you still fish like you would out deep or do you have a cork and sling it about 30 feet out, 30, 40 feet out? No, we're, you know, most people are live scope. You're just sitting out there, um, still sitting out deep. You catch the females coming in and out towards the the deep in and out of the deep water. I got you. Okay. Right. Because those males they get up so tight on the bank, it's 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 really tough to see them. You tie your own or, jigs. Or to know or know exactly where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. Sure do. So when you're, do you have a specific jig that you like to use this time of year? Specific color, anything like that? Man, here lately, just a straight gray jig's been doing great. Yeah. You know, especially like on Darbone, just a regular old gray, you know, whatever I would call a gray ghost, just a, just a plain gray jig. Okay. Works as good as anything. Now, let me ask you this. I live right on the Washita River. I don't know if you get to the Washita River very often. How do Only you, when I'm forced to. <laughs> how, do, how, should, how should somebody like me, this weekend, you know, the weather, we got a little rain Friday, Saturday, supposed to be okay. I may take the boat out and just, you know, have some fun. What do I need to look at on the river? If I want to catch some crappie, what what do I need to look at? This, uh, this time of year, small Washtenaw River, I always say on rivers, I always go find shallow stumps, you know. They'll find you some um, three to eight foot of water, three, three to ten foot of water, a lot of stumps, a lot of cover. And um, your fish, will, I think you'll find your fish in that type of situation this time of year. Uh, think about the Washita or say the Red River. River systems have a lot of a uh, lot more predators in the lakes. They have a lot more gar, have a whole lot more big cat, big big catfish. You know, just a lot more predator fish. So your crappie on your river systems really stay in thicker stuff to stay away from the predators and more shallow a lot of times. So maybe like backwater or something like that. Sure. Get in the backwater, getting some, you know, I wasn't really looking for like big brush tops, or whatever, but I look for, you know, some standing timber, just some pretty thick stuff. Okay. Of course, the Washita right now, it, it's, it's at flood stage and I don't know what you do over there at flood stage. Yeah, I know it's high. I was, what I was going to do is I was just going to run down and then cut up the looter and just go back up in there and just put, you know, just kind of get it out, break the boat out, you know, get, get going, make sure everything's good. And uh, while I'm out, I was like, hey, man, I might well try to catch something while I'm out there, you know? Um, yeah, for sure. I'm, 
my buddies tell me that that the, that Darbone, everybody and their brothers out there right now trying to catch fish. So I, I kind of don't want to get out there and, and be a bunch, Man, a bunch of other folks. Darb, hey, hey, them suckers are biting out there right now. That's true. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna go, the, you might as well go where they're gonna bite. Hey, with, with the new rule they have, people aren't able to keep every big fish they catch. So it just there's more, you know, more fish to go around and. You know, the live scopers, after, you know, after those people have caught their big ones, if they don't want to, you know, try to catch some smaller ones, you know, they, they've, they've caught their allotment of big ones. You know, I'm, I'm fine with that. In 2023, time is a valuable thing, and nobody knows this better than the guys at Ludwig Marine. Mitch Ludwig came from working 10 years as a millwright on a swing shift schedule to being a small business owner, and he fully understands how precious time can be for today's fishermen. Dealing in Ranger, Triton, War Eagle, Mercury, Yamaha, Tahatsu, Honda, Gator Tail, Copperhead, and now Reaper Boats. For all your boating needs, call Ludwig Marine at 318-545-5595 or go see them at either of their two locations. 110 Old Highway 15 in Farmerville or on U.S. Highway 165 South in Monroe. So what's your thoughts on that on that new rule I got? Well, I, th- I like the new rule. I think it's, 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 uh, <clears throat> it's leaving more big fish, to, you know, it's leaving the fish to get a little bit bigger before they're taken. Um, um, it just keeps the people from using their live scope and going out there and cherry picking all the big fish they see. And people will do it because oftentimes that big fish is easier to see, easier to catch, you know, and they're just going out there and filling their ice chest up with just these big fish. You know, that's not doing anything good for the population. You know, when we go, when I go on a guide trip, we're dropping a, a bait on everything. I, I think it's big enough for the fillet knife in. And at the say, if, when I go to Darbone now, if there's three of us in the boat, we can legally have 21 fish. Well, by the time I got the ice chest all the way full, you know, a lot of times we don't even have the 21 over 12 inches. You know, if you actually try to drop on, like, if you're just meat, you know, fishing just to, you know, to catch fish to eat. And, you're, you know, even using live scope, if you're just trying to catch all the fish, you know, and catch the eating size fish instead of just targeting just large fish, I think it's okay for the population. But what I think, I, I just think that the, the the limit of 50 in Louisiana is way too much. I think we need to be more like Texas with a, you know, 25 fish limit and a 10 inch minimum. I think that's a, that's a better limit, you know, than what we're doing now. Because what we're doing now is not sustainable. So let me ask you, I mean, just again, folks, this is just our opinion. We're just on here talking. We freestyling. That's what I told Wesley when we got started. We're going to freestyle because he and I, we just, when we talk, we, we just carry on. What What's the holdup? I mean, why why wouldn't the state want to mirror what other successful states are doing, in your opinion? I, you know, I don't know. I've tried to talk. I've talked to several biologists. And, um, you know, with my concerns and with the live scope and the new technologies and all coming out, and they all basically have the same opinion that you you know, you can't catch enough fish out of a body of water. And uh, everything I try to tell them, you know, my, you know, my daily observations of this, they, uh, you know, in the very nicest way they could, they could word it. They told me all the reasons I was wrong. Hmm. Instead of, you know, listening to somebody that's looking at the fish every day, you know, they, they just act like they don't want to listen. And they, in my opinion, they got their head in the sand. 
you know, you hate to, I hate to even say that, but I, I agree with you. I mean, it's, uh, not only do you have people who are out there every day, and in my opinion, I'll say this, I've said this before and I'll say it again. You guys are like, you're many biologists, you know what your targets are. You, you, you know, these, these fish in and inside and out and you're providing, I feel like you would be providing uh, biologists with firsthand right on, right at the minute accounts of, look, man, I'm telling you, this is what I'm seeing. Plus sure. other states have done it successfully like Mississippi. I mean, my word, you know, you, they go over Grenada and, and everybody knows what everybody that's got that, that knows anything about crappie fishing knows that's, that's a really, really successful for size, uh, a lake. I don't understand why we're not attempting uh, yeah, to do uh, something. Well, well, uh, but the Grenada is a, a river bottom lake. It's got the most, it's got the greatest nutrients in the world. It's pumped into it all year round. It grows big fish. Darbone is all the all the whole watershed that comes into Darbone is your piney woods watershed. Just like your piney woods doesn't naturally grow great big horned deer, the lack of nutrients in the soil and all doesn't grow great big fish either in the lakes. Good point. I mean, it works just the same. So Grenada, you can never have Grenada because Grenada is Grenada. It right. grows big fish because of everything happens there to grow big fish. Okay. But you know, but you can better manage your lakes, not necessarily for size of fish, but just for just manage it better for the fish population. You know, and I, I can use Texas for example because I go to some East Texas lakes. You know, every time I go out there, I see ten or twelve people out there live scoping, catching limits of crappie, but the limits twenty five per person. And then as a guide, I can't keep. I can't give my limit of fish to my clients in Texas. So, you know, the most we're taking out of there is 50 in a day. So, you know, to me, that's just more sustainable than what's happening right now in Louisiana. So let's say Louisiana made a change right now. How, how long do you think it would be before you start seeing a difference in the fish? A year. Really? I don't mean, but not even, probably, not, probably not even that long. I mean, because... But Darbone, that rule's been in effect for about six months. And um, I, I for sure already see a difference there. Hmm. Now, and this is something, I mean, I just absolutely just thought about this. You know, in, in deer hunting, people say all the time, well, when, we, when they talk about how many deer have been killed, well, that's just how many has been reported. Do you, how many people you, I mean, do you think everybody's following the rule? Well, you know, there's always going to be a few outlaws out there, but I think there's a lot, you know, and I hate to say this, but there's a lot of people out there that whether or not they're following the rule or not, you just got this individual that, you know, there's no way he can eat 50 crappie every time he goes. Right. Well, whatever he's doing with them, either he's, either he's giving them all away, he's selling them, he's got a freezer full of them that are getting freezer burnt. There's no reason for somebody to have that many every day and that, that the vast majority of the time they're just doing it to put them on a table to take a picture of them and put them on facebook hmm. i think that's a problem not only just a problem with fishing i think that's a problem with a, a lot of stuff these days is people don't do it out of the love for the sport they they want to do it for the the facebook uh likes and whatnot that they'll get out of it 
That just, sure. that's just that's hey, there, there might be there might be some people you know come fishing with me just for that. You know, I don't know about that, but you know, for the part people that got say a live scope and they're going out there and just killing the lake every time they go, catching fifty, catching fifty, you know, a hundred, you know, just to put that picture up there. And then you know, what are they doing with? It? You know, I hope they're giving somebody that needs them. Yeah, wouldn't you? I would hope so. You know, I definitely would hope so. So let's get back to the spawn, Wesley. How long do you think we? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw the I'm gonna get this podcast together tonight. I'm gonna have it up Thursday, which is gonna be the ninth. How long do you anticipate people can go out and catch crappie that are spawning oh, on, on a lake or or just basically in general? Um, I really think that we're I think we're writing really getting started into it now. So I really think for probably the, the next month, that's what you really need to be looking. If you're looking for your, your shallow spawning fish, I think all your males will be up shallow right now. And um, on, like I was saying earlier, on your moon phases, as the moon, as the new moon and the full, next full moon come up, you need to really start looking more shallow for even your females then. And um, that's just something we need to, you know, if you're looking for your spawning fish, you're looking for your shallow water fish, now is the time to go get them. Hey, and listen, something, that's something else I just thought about. See, when I used to live on a lake, um, I lived on uh, Stowe Creek. And, man, these people would pile in. I, I saw, I mean, there was people down there just fishing shoulder to shoulder off the bank for a while. Couldn't figure out why that was such a good area. And then they drew the lake down, and it was nothing but gravel. Is that is that why they were Coming in is it was just really a lot of pea gravel along that that Stowe Creek uh, bank right there. I bet it was, and you know, you're not the first person I've heard talk about that. Uh, another buddy of mine said he used to live there and, and would see them there fishing, and we actually went there and fished and caught fish. So, you know, it's very possible that they are spawning on that that pea gravel right there. Yeah, I mean, it would be. I'm, I'll never forget. It was. Uh, Oh, man, it was good Friday, and I had been fishing all week long, hadn't done very well at all. And good Friday, I had my kids, and, and they were little, didn't want to do anything. And I walked down there to get the, get the mail out of the mailbox, and I noticed there was an old man sitting down there, and he had an ice chest. And I'd seen him a few days. I said, you done any good? He said, you missed, and he talked real gravelly. He said, you missed the best day. He opened up that ice chest. Wesley Miller, you couldn't have put another fish in it. And it wow. was just that one day. It was Good Friday. And, I mean, it was just that. And after that, and, I mean, I saw him several times after that, and he said I hadn't caught him the same since. So, have you experienced any of that where they bite? I mean, like, it's just one day where it's just mm, real good like that? Oh, yeah. We have them like that on, on occasions. And, you know, sometimes there's no rhyme or reason for when it is. Some Because some days you just show up and every one of them eats it. Yeah. You know? You're done at 9 30 10 o'clock in the morning cleaning and fishing going to the house you know it's just whenever the stars align sometimes it may be something to do with the the, the lunar phase or whatever but you know sometimes some days it just bite better than others so let me ask you that how do you really i mean how 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 confident are you in that lunar stuff because you you've mentioned that more than once man I, on the, and during the spawn it's it's 100 you know during the during the spawning season they're, the fish is moving in and out of from deep shallow waters, all all moon related. Hmm. Interesting stuff, man. Well, hey, look, like down okay, the red when we had the Red River tournament down there. Yeah. On on the day one of the tournament, we caught fifty fish. 
you know, we had 12 and a half pounds. We thought we were real good. Like I said, we got to the weighing line and we weren't real good. But uh, <laughs> we went down there in day two. Those places that we caught 50 fish the day before, I was two o'clock in the afternoon catching number seven. We didn't have sense enough to know that they just swam right there to the bank and were right there spawning. Because, like, we were talking to people at the weigh-in and on down and pull forward, they caught fish that day. And it was actually the day of the full moon was day number two. When they pulled the fish out of the water, they had eggs running out of them. Really? Yep. So our fish moved where we had caught 50 the day before. They weren't there. They just moved right there on the bank. We didn't have sense enough to look for them. Mm. Because it was January and the water temperature was 51 degrees. Yeah. Well, look, man, tell everybody, tell everybody where they can find your stuff, your, your social media stuff. Ah, man, just look for me on, um, on Facebook's Big Sasquatch Outdoors or Wesley Miller. You can find me on, uh, TikTok, Big Sasquatch Outdoors. Uh, that's pretty much about what I got going on right now. Um, uh, catch me there. I can show you how to clean a fish or tie a jig. And I, and I tell you, if, if you'd want to come up, if you're from out of town, you want to come in this area and have a good time and catch a few white perch, crappie, sockele, whatever you want to call them. It's the guy to get to right here. This is the guy you want to get with because he's going to put you on fish and he's going to work his tail off to get you on fish. Now, the other thing I need to, you know, tell people though, is if you plan, if you, if you want to come on a trip with me, is really look about a month and a half, two months out and get with me a good deal of time before you, you plan on coming way we'll be sure to get you a date booked. He stays usually stay, it stay, it stays filled up pretty good about a month, a month and a half out. So, you know, if you got a date in mind, you think you want to go, get with me far ahead of time. That way we'll be sure to get locked in. Outstanding information tonight. Good talking to you, Wesley Miller. And uh, All right. good luck at Lake Follow, man. Thanks, Greg. Right, good dude. talking to you too, man. All right. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. That's pretty much the first freestyle I've ever done on this podcast. And I got to say, it was much less stressful than when I have to follow a schedule. Guys, the crappie spawn is on. And if you want to catch some good fish, right now is the time to do it. Also, I got some new hats in stock. So go check out the Facebook page, Antlers and Hicks. Let me know if you want one of those. My name is Greg Hicks. This is the Antlers and Hicks Podcast. And as always, I'm going to encourage you guys to live your life past 20 yards. We'll see you next time.